it's Thursday morning. Good morning. You've almost made it through the week. Some of you, some of you I know for a fact because I did this for a long time too. Some of you work in the restaurant industry. And if you work in the restaurant industry, I appreciate you. But that means your week's just getting going. <laughs> or it just got going last night and now you're ramping up into the busy portion of the week today. In the daily copy, we're going to go over some HR news, some social media stuff, and some technology stuff. Remember, you can subscribe to this on LinkedIn exclusively. You go to my LinkedIn, you'll find it all there. Um, you'll subscribe to it, uh, and you'll get the daily copy, the written version, the blog version, into your inbox every day. Um, hopefully every day. We're trying to expand our operation here. We also have a couple imprints of the daily copy that we ship out once a week. We have the Monday Morning Hustler, uh, where I talk about um, things, I think, about Owensboro, specifically Owensboro and Davis County. I think it's one of the best places to live in the world currently, and I think it could be even better. Also, we have the copy on Sunday, where I talk uh, specifically about uh, the church in Owensboro and things that the church in Owensboro could be doing to make Owensboro a glorious, glorious town, even more glorious than it already is. But today we are talking about HR, social media, and tech. This dropped. Um, this drops at noon today, or oh, it did drop at noon. Oh, it already has dropped. Depends what time I get on LinkedIn and press publish because you can't schedule these things. You have to do it manually on LinkedIn. Um, but uh, this is either dropped or is going to drop. I think it's going to drop in the future. Um, and you can go everything I talk about here. You can go read in on that space. Okay, so HR, uh, we'll start with that. Prospective talent want meaningful work and aligning values, which makes it a scalable and sustainable talent engagement strategy more crucial now than ever. I said that wrong. <laughs> which, makes, which makes a scalable and sustainable talent engagement strategy more crucial now than ever so if young people prospective talent and i'm assuming that means young people but it could also mean everyone because of the because of the just polarizing um the way that culture has been polarized uh via politics religion and things that things that divide people overall sports teams less but uh it may mean older people are now kind of looking especially with like cancel culture and things like that Older people are even looking for companies, companies that they can join where they can believe what they believe and not be demonized on both sides of the spectrum too. I'm not just saying that about one, one wing of the spectrum. It would be both sides. You want to work with people who think what you think and believe what you believe, or you at least want to work for a company where people are free to believe what they believe and think what they want to think and not be constantly on the chopping block. So... As, as a leading engagement platform, GEM, uh, GEM is the leading engagement platform. They agree with the previous statement that prospective talent want meaningful work and, and work with aligning and want to work with companies with aligning values. The team is sharing its data-driven wisdom in its newest guide, Five Ways a Talent Engagement Platform Elevates Recruiting Function. In it, you'll find all the benefits of investing in the right engagement tech especially in this wild world of work. Um, this is more of an advertisement for the thing. Uh, and seven use cases from GEM customers 
because when you approach hiring more strategically and understand your candidates better and top and top talent doesn't just notice they also tend to stick around so this is super interesting that you need a whole platform now so so prior to this you would just interview people and you wouldn't care necessarily what they thought about abortion or what they thought about the risen lord or what they thought about politics or what they thought about property taxes or where they stood concerning people like the president whoever it may be at that time and now it's becoming more difficult because you may hire top talent in who has the capability to who has the capability the talent but if they aren't aligning up with your values just as people interpersonal in an interpersonal way they don't have the drive so they may have all the talent but they don't have the drive and this and this comes across in sports teams all the time now so someone may have the greatest talent and you think yes they're going to fit our system perfectly but they don't acclimate to the culture this happens in soccer a lot when they take top european soccer players and put them in england and england isn't like the riviera England is a little bit more overcast and people say the food's not as fantastic, although it's bloody brilliant. That happens all the time. So so those international and um, European players just don't acclimate. And sometimes maybe it's just their wives that don't acclimate and they hate it because the fashion sucks or something like that. And uh, big clubs are trying to fix that. So, um, yep, go go jump into the, jump into the newsletter. We've got a uh, there's a link to the report there that Jem released about um, their exclusive insights into that into the new wild world of hiring. Okay, social media. There are so many social big thinkers out there writing all kinds of amazing strategies, analysis, and breakdown. All ships rise with the tide. So here are a few reads from other places I think you could learn from. So I'm going to just put a. Uh, a quick collection of articles that are super helpful and interesting when thinking about social media. You should definitely go check them out. Uh, for instance, a critical brand, a critical breakdown of brand humanization on social media. Uh, this is an essay from Nathan Allback, uh, the mastermind who crafted uh, stake um socially conscious and chaotic brand voice. Um, all back hits on the history of brands as people, the bloodline and ethics of it all, and where to exercise some caution. This is interesting. And you'll see this when you drop, um, say you just go out on your own and you're an entrepreneur and you start a company page on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Um, oh, and wherever else you may want to put it, Twitter would be the, probably the hardest place to generate, uh, generate a following. So you post you post this business page out there, or maybe you're just a, a salesperson, and you think, well, I need to, I want to like maybe get some sponsored ads out there, or maybe you just work in insurance, or you you're a financial advisor and you're just starting out, and you use hearsay or something like that, and hearsay say, hey, you need a business page, uh, so you're gonna put your Conor Minogue financial advisor and I'll put all my numbers after my name and then I'll have my business page. The only really re the only real reason you want a business page is so you, that you can drop money on ads. Anyway, no one follows that business page. Only your grandma because she feels bad for you. No one's going to follow that business page. Why? Because people want to see personalities. They want to see personalities. Um, 
and that's what that article talks about. There's a couple of other articles in here, but more specifically, I'll put that one at the top of the list. Put that one at the top of the list. Anyway, go check it out. Those articles are super, super interesting. Technology. Technology. Did you spend the summer binge watching Stranger Things and The Bear? I didn't watch The Bear. I didn't. So did everyone else, apparently. In July, TV watchers in the US spent more time streaming than they did watching cable or watching broadcast TV, according to new data from Nielsen. Viewers spent 34.8% of their total TV time streaming, and they streamed an average of 190 billion minutes per week. That's not one individual person. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all the people put together. The measurement firm shared. It's the first time that streaming has beat out cable viewing time. Year over year, cable usage fell about 9%, while streaming was up 20%. So it finally flipped, which means there's a bunch of old people still watching TV. So if you're a, ship, if you're a brand that ships to old people, I mean, there's, no, there's nothing bad about um, doing TV ads anymore. If, they, if you do things an old way and you think maybe we're the last bastion generation of this particular way of doing business and there's people out there who won't use Carvana and I would just want to monetize and sell directly to those people, say I'm thinking a car sales lot, I'm thinking, um, uh, I'm thinking um, real estate agents, I'm thinking those types of industries. If you can, if you can get in the space where those old people are, and by old people I just mean older people who aren't more likely to use Carvana, uh, and you get in that space and you start selling ads in that space, I think you're going to monetize. I I think you're going to capitalize on those ad the ad spend. Eight uh, percent of all time of t of all time TV of all TV time last month was dedicated to Netflix, 8%, with 18 billion minutes spent streaming Stranger Things. That's that's phenomenal. That's a lot of minutes. Imagine if we had just spent that many minutes just reading as a community, or with our families, or creating daily newsletters. Our viewers spent 3.6% of time on Hulu, Spending a combined three billion minutes watching the bear and only murders in the building. That's a waste of time. Consumption of good old uh, fashioned linear TV dropped to a yearly low in the second quarter of 2020, according to Samba TV, while half the population in the US, about 56 million households, watched linear TV daily. That's that's still mind-blowing the people are still watching cable the proportion of viewers who were regularly reached via linear ads shrunk to just five percent in q2 samba found still what i said before five percent if you could monetize five percent of 56 million i mean you're in the riviera according to the research 40 out of 50 or 40 out of the 50 most watched uh, linear TV programs in the second quarter were sports related. Uh, it's not a shock. I, I watch cable when it comes to sports. Uh, I have Spectrum TV, and sometimes some soccer games are on uh, uh, USA, which is a TV channel, and not on Peacock. 
So I'll just jump over to uh, Spectrum, and that's the only, probably the only time I would uh, go over to cable. Uh, three quarters of linear ads among the uh, top TV advertisers, which include the likes of Domino's, Walmart, and T-Mobile. Interesting brands there. Uh, were served to households over the age of 34 as younger audiences continue to under-index on linear TV. What I just said. Uh, the new data from Nielsen and Samba TV highlights just how much streaming continues to gain on linear TV platforms and how fragmented viewership is across streaming. At least sports remains one of the few places where advertisers can find big audiences on traditional TV. Super interesting. I'm really interested to see uh, the future of just cable TV and what it becomes. And maybe, maybe more sport live local sports events could take up cheaper um, places on linear TV. I think. So, say I was hosting a sporting. A sports channel which just talked about Owensboro Sports and I got it on linear TV and it went live and I figured out a way to perfectly live stream the games on those TV channels I think you could probably sell local ads to that um, I think I think you could I don't know why you wouldn't stream it on the internet though I'm just kind of kind of learning out loud here but I think there's opportunity there. I think there's opportunity there. Especially if you get little Jimmy and little Jimmy tells his grandma that, hey, I'm going to be doing an interview after the game today. Uh, did you see me on TV? I, th I still think that's going to be a thing. Did you see me on TV? Man, maybe TV stations become more localized and streaming is more global. I think, hopefully. Hopefully, because then I can start doing this about local sports which would be fantastic okay go go listen go subscribe to the newsletter if i get a bunch of subscribers to the newsletter and i get a bunch of readers i could probably start selling ads in it about local places and that's what we want to do so that's that probably be the last daily copy of this week i didn't write one for tomorrow i just didn't get as much reading done this week as what i normally do um however However, go and look at everything that we're doing as an agency. Uh, the Minogue Management Group is the agency. Go look at everything we're doing. We have a content production business. We have um, Wheatgrass Juice Bar, which is a small juice bar franchise here in Owensboro, Kentucky. We have a software company called Clean Train U, um, which is just uh, a learning management system for the commercial cleaning industry and we have a bunch more things going on than that as well we have a bunch of content that we drop uh there's a mortgage company uh that we run and lots of things like that so go check those things out stay up to date with us reach out to us if you want to kind of collab locally about things we love that stuff see you all guys soon